0: There's a lot of younger boys sitting on a couch, and the, you know your job, like it's not going to come to you. Nothing's going to fall on your lap. You got to get up and go hunt. Mm-hmm. And like in you know when we were pre-wired in caveman days, not only were the animals and dinosaurs trying to kill you, other people were trying to kill oh, you. Yeah. Tribes were trying to kill you and take your take kids your and women. wives. Yep. Oh, yeah. And so you know when you're sitting around going, oh, I don't know what to do with my life, and I'm not happy. Like, you're gonna be happy by hunting. Like, get to work, do something. Yeah. Do something with everything you have, even if it's not the right thing today. Get momentum going and, and start, you know, hunting something. And I then agree. it'll come to you. Yeah. Business Outlaws. You know that we win it. You know that we win it. We fight for the cause. We fight for the cause. A circle of winnings. A circle of winning. We're Business Outlaws. We're Business Outlaws. You know that we win it. We fight the winners
1: business outlaw business outlaws hey guys welcome to business outlaws I'm Jamie Fox I am here with Chris Collins and Big Mike here we are having you be a fly on the wall so that you can get some insider perspective
0: business cheat codes
1: yeah welcome um Chris how we doing Good how are you? I'm good Big I'm thinking Mike. about
0: getting a diamond on my tooth
1: oh yeah you like it I got from a girl named Tooth Candy. Her name is Candy.
0: Everybody and, listening that can't see, you should go watch the video. But Jamie has a diamond in her teeth. Uh-huh.
1: So white yeah. gold. We need setting. to do that, Mike. For the zero point zero one. I'm not diamond. big
0: on the whole rail thing.
2: <laughs> rail? What do you mean <laughs> rail? rails in the mouth and diamonds and gold teeth and? Bro, I you know, was, people get, for your were, birthday we're, I was
0: getting you grills. You're telling me this oh, now? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They do you make would never a, get me grills. A pot leaf, they could put a little, boop, it's a little oh, gold pot go. leaf what? on your tooth.
0: Hey, Out of Emeralds, like he says no.
1: Yeah, I think that would be gangster if he had like a little gold pot leaf like on his little canine. Yeah, show up <sighs> at
2: the, the board meeting. That would be a, yeah. a kind
0: of, yeah.
1: You're like, I'm worth a billion dollars. Fuck you, I have a diamond on my tooth. That's some gangster shit. That is. That's some Kanye West shit. That's He's some not old minor. Kanye.
0: <laughs> you gotta sell it better. He's going, no.
1: He's like, why did you lost me? All right, so I really want to talk today about nepotism in the workplace. And I also wanna talk about relationships and families and friendships and all that good stuff. You guys ready? Well,
0: oh yeah. Bitches aren't
2: loyal. Listen, These I'll, Jose I'll, loyal. this is important because not just like your personal relationship, but all relationships that you have are either gonna move you towards or away your goal, from, from your goals. So yeah. you have to be, everyone around <laughs> you has to have and support your belief and where you wanna go.
1: Yep, yeah. all right, Big Mike, I wanna start with you because uh, not that I think that you're a player, playboy, mm. but you're kind of the Hugh Hefner of the marijuana space. And I feel like, you know, I've known you for years. That's right. And I've seen lots of beautiful women mm. toss themselves at you. And it's it's commendable because a lot of the times you seem very like unaffected by it because just because you're like, yeah, 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 that's great. You have boobs and an ass, fantastic. Um, Focusing on this business thing real quick, like let me get back to you. And I think yeah. that's really cool because you're not like wrapped up in... Like the fame of everything that comes along with what you do, and that's one thing I do like. But I know that behind closed doors, you're slaying it. So I wanna, I wanna know. <laughs> he paid me to say that.
2: That's
1: good. Um, uh, my Venmo's coming through right now. That's right. I um. Bitcoin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Untraceable. By crypto. Yeah. Um,
1: I do, I do want to know, you know, how that affects, you know, how much you work and how how your relationships are successful or how they're not.
0: Specifically to a girlfriend?
1: Girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) He he loves going there. No names. Um, Uh, Look,
2: like I said, everyone around you has to support the direction where you're going. Sure. And there's positive energy and there's negative energy. So it is extremely important that the people that I keep around me and that I talk to are like-minded or are at least on the same
0: train where I want to go. He's not telling you the truth. So whenever he meets a girl, <laughs> this is what he says. And it's genius. Everybody pay attention to this. But this is when he decides that a girl could potentially be a girlfriend. He, um, besides the thing we learned in a previous episode about the shovel and all that, on the first date, he says, I have a mistress.
1: Oh, wait. You, wait.
0: No, so you. he'll say, like, well, anyway, if well. I like the girl, if I like
2: the girl and it looks like that I want to spend more time with uh-huh. her, it's like a warning. It's, it's, I have a mistress. And they go, oh, my
0: God. You're going to cheat on me. No, what? And
2: I go, her name is Advanced Nutrients. And then they kind of chuckle. And they don't really realize she's one bad bitch. And she loves me a lot. Yeah. And I love her back. And so the whole thing is a woman has to be, because I'm actually an introvert, should be an extrovert Mm -hmm. and be able to pull me out of my head, my space, where I'm at, and take me literally to... And get me focused on refocus on something else. Good luck. It's so tough. My my brain is just like stuck in business mode. I'll be with you on a date and something. I can guarantee you, I'll be thinking about business at some point. Yeah. And as present as I try to be in the moment and listening, there's just it just happens automatically. I have
0: to bring myself back.
1: Yeah. So yeah. women, don't be sensitive to that. <laughs> don't be sensitive. It's an
0: important frame though if you're. You know if you're serious about your goals it's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of focus And your That's... closest relationship can create the context for you being able to be successful so who you surround yourself with and if you're fighting at home and fighting the rest of the world it, it can be a conflict so the I think the most important thing in a relationship is to be honest about that up front yep. in the frame I had um, I had a client that was um, a billionaire and I I was spending the day with him helping him with the business that he had actually in Vegas. The guy used to his mm-hmm. name was Kenny. He used to own the Houston Rockets. But he, he he's from Texas and he um he was he like would work like 7 days a week flying all over the country mm-hmm. and I he was talking about his wife and I said I said, "Well, doesn't your wife like miss you and get jealous that you're not home?" And he goes and like he kind of like Ross Pro so I'm going to do my best impression. He's like, "No." He goes, "You got to train him." <laughs> what do you mean, train them? He goes, day one, you tell them, that's how it is, train them. But it's kind of, kind of like what Mike is saying also. Like from day one, if you're honest, and then you pull them into the goals, and then they're a part of that, and there's like a, you know, there's a common um, goal between you. It makes it a lot easier than having two different agendas that you're fighting home and business, right? Well, I, absolutely. Yeah. I like it. When you go, when I go home,
2: I want my home to be my sanctuary. That's what Ooh. I want. And you're that's what place. I expect and that's what, what I demand and yeah. it will be yeah. it yeah. needs to be a I soft place to land yeah.
0: that's how I always I would explain it it's, in the beginning well said. as I'd yeah. say you have to be my soft place to land because mm-hmm. you know I'm out there fighting all day and I, I don't, I'm kind of old school with that and I think that there's a there's a thing with this younger generation and Mike might disagree with me on this but there's this thing with the younger generation where guys are kind of pussyfied a little bit no I agree with you and they're not they're a little afraid to you be men and it messes up the relationship because if you're not going to be the man and take care of your partner and protect her and provide for her but you're going to expect her to support you that you just you, you confuse right. roles so, so, so think about it. a woman has been
2: through evolution pre-wired and she's the best version of that that model right now in front of, in front of you and they bear children. And because they bear children, they seek protection. So when guys see girls and they go, oh, she's just a gold digger or this or that, okay, she might have an overprotection mechanism working, but it's all about security and safety for a woman because she has children. Guys, on the other hand, we literally are the disposable like, gender. We would go out and hunt mastodons and get trampled and we would go fight the wars and, so these women have to have this disconnect mechanism in there. So guys, a lot of times don't understand a woman. Wow, how was she able just to leave me and disconnect? Well, that's already been pre-wired in, into that. But the big thing is
0: safety and security, and you're exactly right. Yeah, and so that's how I always explain it when, when I was single is I would say, like, the, like if it isn't for you, I understand because there, um, there are females out there that don't want that. And that's, you know, there's no right or wrong, but for me – I need I'm going to go hunt, I'm going to go kill it, bring it home and, you know, you're going to cook it and prepare it. And that's kind of it's not boarded. a popular what? analogy because they, it's considered sexist or whatever, but to really This is why function, a man has to be a fucking
2: man. Yeah. Oh, well, women want to be led. They want they want to see a male that is dominant because that to them the prewiring wiring the evolution says that this man will protect me, he will keep me safe. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in that. And right. then, if you give a woman great sex, on top of that, she's yours forever. <laughs> no, it's true.
0: Wait, what? You have to give him good sex. Or great sex. What? Not good sex. Great, great sex. Um, no, but I, I think that, sure. um, and the, uh, that's the you know that's the tone that we we want to have with this podcast. And we're going to tell you the truth and what we've learned. It isn't a pop. That is not a popular um, opinion out there. Yeah. And right. you know, there's a, there's a this there's a lot of younger boys sitting on a couch. And the, you know, your job, like it's not gonna come to you, nothing's gonna fall on your lap. You gotta get up and go hunt. Mm-hmm. And like in you know, when we were pre wired in caveman days, not only were the animals and dinosaurs trying to kill you, other people were trying to kill oh, you, yeah. tribes were trying to kill you and take your kids take your and women. wives. Yep. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, when you're sitting around going, Oh, I don't know what to do with my life and I'm not happy, like you're gonna be happy by hunting. Like get to work, do something. Yeah. Do something with everything you have, even if it's not the right thing today, get momentum going and, and start you know, hunting something. And I then agree. it'll come to you.
1: Let me ask you guys a question. This is a really personal question. Sure. Oh, hi. Um, when you guys get really stressed out with work, overwhelmed, does that affect your sex life? Does that make your sex drive less? Like you're like I don't I can't get my mind. It,
2: it depends mind. on a, yeah, it does. It depends on the amount of stress. <laughs> if it's like really heavy shit,
0: yeah, I think we're the opposite it, with this, right? It's, it's yeah, well maybe it makes me hornier to be stressed. There you go. Why is that? I don't know
1: because it's like a release. Like you need to take your mind off of well, it. Wait,
2: well, Wait, well, hang on for a second. There's a sexual Dr. stress and, 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 a, and, a, and a business stress. Are you talking about? You like business stress, because I love business stress. You put me in the corner, that's where I operate the best. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I mean, yeah. does that affect that your sex life, like
1: when you've been in a relationship in the past and you have a lot on your mind, you have a lot on your Usually it's
2: bad shit that happens out of your control, and and that's because we're control freaks, right? And so, because of that, that will throw you for a loop and you'll get inside your head, and then, yeah, you don't care about sex. You want to fix the fucking problem as fast as you can. Yeah, so it, so it does affect yeah, your sex life. Yeah, sure it does, life. but that doesn't happen that often.
1: Right, and that does not ever affect your sex life or your sex drive or sexual focus?
0: Um, I mean, it changes it, but I mean, it's also where you put that energy. Right. You can channel that energy different places. Right. Correct. It's okay. a choice. They call it sexual transmutation, by the way. I oh. mean, I think when I was younger,
1: MD?
0: it would shut me down, but now I think I've like, you know, I've lost it all and like, there's nothing that surprises me anymore. So even when things are really stressful, like. What know,
1: would shut you down? What do you mean?
0: Oh, like in business, if I, you know, w- wasn't making money or something was bad, mm-hmm. it would shut me down. Now it's like, I just know that I just need to change something, you know. But right. I didn't die. You're more mature. Well, I used to pretend we can in my think head our way through problems now. Yeah. Right. We have enough tools and and arsenal in our
2: in our war chest, literally, that we can think our way through pretty much everything.
1: Yeah. And what about you, for Chris? Uh, for Chris, what about you, Chris, for relationships? What do you think um, you look for in a relationship because you're so busy and, and something that you need in a relationship? Yes,
2: Chris, what are you looking for? Technically you are well, you're engaged. But yeah, what is it I that you
1: need? What is it that made you want to be engaged to that person? Because they obviously offered something that you were like, that's part of my that's part of my stuff.
0: Yeah, so um, she you know, she my um, significant other wanted to be a housewife. Mm-hmm. And that's what I wanted. So I yeah. wanted a stay at home <coughs> housewife. I didn't want somebody who was focused on a career yeah. because, I mean, you know, we have a little family business here. It might not look like it, but it's a family business, right? So yeah. that's, I wanted that. I wanted that support. I'm a full-time job. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, but you know, you have to, you have to find the um, partner that wants that too. It's not for everybody. And it's not a judgment either. Like I'm not saying that if there was a girl out there and she wanted to be a lawyer and have her own business, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not going to be the match for me. Right. Right.
1: And I feel like too, having that equal part, it makes you guys a whole. Yeah. Which is cool. Like she's also looking for something that you can offer and you're looking for something that she can offer. So that makes you guys like a full solid team. And that's great. You know, would you prefer having a housewife or having someone who is busy doing their own thing cuz you're so busy, Mike?
0: Uh, Mike's a full-time job. I'm a,
2: I am a full-time job. But and would
1: you prefer having a woman that was like, I'm going to When I'm in
2: love with a woman, I want her by my side everywhere I go in the world. Right. And, and she has to be able to hang and bang from all the way from Skid Row <laughs> to 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 um
1: I don't think you need that kind of angry, You
0: bang her on Skid Row.
1: <laughs> that's uh, where you get man, the mouth you're cancer me laugh. from. Cancer, that's it. That's it. I also want to talk about now that we're talking about relationships and families and things, um, do you guys have people who work for you? Like, you know, nepotism. Yeah. Do you guys have a lot of family members that work?
2: Yes. My niece Brothers, works uncle- for me. Oh really? She works in the front office. How does that work out for it's you? It's really great because I have someone in the front office that's my relative. Right.
0: And she's smart as
2: yeah, she's good. She's a good really good girl.
0: But you feel like it's a it's a loyalty like oh yeah. Thing? Sure it is. Yeah. You know, that's right. good.
1: What about you? Do you have people that work for you?
0: No. Not family. family.
1: No. Besides your significant other.
0: Yeah, but even her, like, I tried to keep her out of the line of fire.
1: Smart.
0: Yeah. That's your job. Like, I don't want to come home and go, hey, honey, why didn't that report get turned in? You know what I mean? So you have to be careful, too. Right. Which I think is a valuable
1: thing to share on Business Outlaws is because I think a lot of people can blur those lines. And then they're like, why is my relationship failing? Well, because you're making your significant other your partner in business and in love and then they get resentful because they're like i can't juggle it all right so i think that's a, a good lesson to be learned what about friendships does it affect your friendships do you guys have friends that work for you i
0: um, mean i consider everybody that before, works for me a friend
1: friends before they started working for you not friends after you guys got to know each other
0: do you not really yeah th- so I'll, t- I'll tell a little story kind of about that coming up and um i think people people run into this you know, when I was when I was a kid, and I'm 17, and I'm in bands, and like I'm just trying to save money for drumsticks and cymbals. Uh, my friends and I from high school would all go to Vegas, and we'd all share a room, and we'd have a cooler, and we'd have beer in our room, and we'd go to Seven Eleven and buy beer, right? And we're walking around Vegas, Vegas with our Milwaukee's best, Ugh. and playing nickel slots, right? And yeah. then um, I started making money, so now I'm, you know, I'm 21. And I'm making really good money, and they're not. And we go to Vegas, and I want my own room, right? Because I was thinking maybe I would um, have a girl in the room and not have them watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, then I—wait, whoa, 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 Did you catch it? He said. So he was willing to do it in front of his friends. He doesn't care. That's but what my you're preference was.
1: But now that you have money to afford it, you're like, well, maybe. It's not, not
0: me. The girl usually didn't want them watching. She always thought it was awkward. But then, the, you know, then you want you're in Vegas and you want to go to a nice meal. And so then you, you know, they can't afford it. So there's this weird guilt thing that happens and then you're like, well, I'll buy and that creates more of that. And then they say, well, you're always talking business. And I'll tell you one, one clue for me is if I'm ever at a dinner or in a conversation and somebody goes, oh, can we not talk business? You're not going to ever be my friend. Yeah. Like, what I turn it off and on, like, where what?
1: Which is a part of you. So you're that's like... what
2: people have to understand. Like, when you get really bus- busy in business, your personal life and your business life will go together. This bullshit about like work life balance, it's horseshit. Yeah. If you want does to be successful, it does not exist. It, it is. Yeah. It, it, it does. You're right. It Nobody will exist. tell you that, but it doesn't it exist. It sounds good. And the CEOs will tell you, no, you're going to be dedicated like you've never been dedicated in your entire life to your belief and making that business work, especially in the beginning, you're gonna wear 16 different hats and your your job is to get rid of those hats as you grow the company.
1: Right, that's and another po- a powerful key point that you guys just made, people who are also tuning in, about making sure that you keep people around you that support your passions and who you are. like. I, I couldn't imagine him being like I'm going to go on vacation for three weeks And just like fuck off You know like I He would be working the whole time So I feel I, like I try,
2: I try to do he's that He's getting better yeah. at th- I am I go like three actually. days now Before I go I'm
0: not good at that Are you like that? No I'm not at his stage yet with that But let me go back to <laughs> yeah. Let me finish my Vegas um, and, and you have to analogy. work on it You actually have to work on it Yeah Yeah, yeah it's it's hard it So then um, What you learn And one of the things that uh, Mike and I have discovered is and we'll say this all the time, you reinvent yourself at different income levels. And right. what I learned is my friends, as hard as this is to understand, my high school friends that were my best buddies that you think like your blood brothers and whatever, actually end up resenting you. And they're not rooting for you in the end. And so you yeah. end up at every that's, stage, you get new friends. That's, that's actually
2: true. The first time I, I got a big crop of weed I grew, and I made a shit ton of money. Uh, one of my friends came up to me and goes, you know what? He goes, I was jealous first of you.
0: He goes, but now I'm happy for you. Aww, but they do, they get, they, um, it's a hard thing to um, navigate and it's when you feel loyalty towards your friends and you're the outsider, it's very hard to process. And this, this happens to everybody coming up. And I don't know, I don't know how you, um, I don't know how you let it not affect you but the roadmap is you're gonna to have to get new friends. It still upsets me that you know I see people on Facebook that were my friends in high school, and sure. they resent me and they say, "Oh, you've changed. You're different." Right. I'm like, mm, I really haven't changed. I'm mm-hmm. I'm the same person. I just have a different toolbox and a diff you know a different focus, I guess. Different lives. Yeah. yeah. Well
2: yeah. You, Ambition. You, you have. You went out. You. you taught yourself all these things that you needed to do. You spent a lot of money and a lot of time and investment in that, and they did not Yeah. And that's the difference.
1: Well, I think a lot of it comes to, as well, people are like, oh, well, you did something that I don't have the guts to do, so now yes. I'm going to judge you and make you feel bad to make myself feel yeah. better.
2: So I had a friend, the guy was great at what he did. He was an electrician. His, his, his <laughs> wife pushed him, go into business for yourself. He went. He got the truck. He put the stickers on the side. He got all the equipment, and then that fucking man just sat there and he wouldn't do it. He was more
0: comfortable getting a paycheck. And yep. some people are. And thank God. And I, was, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't. That that was also a hard thing for me. Is I don't look down on them for that. Like we right. we need every, we need people that want to serve coffee. We you know the world needs that. Um,
1: Mediocre drive, but it's
0: weird that they look down on me that I have that drive. It's a weird right. and, and had a he weird done that, thing to figure out. My friend, he'd been very successful, right? Very
2: successful. It's
1: also more heart. It, it actually hurts more because you feel like, oh, these people know me. These are people I would consider close friends. And it's not like an outsider, like no. someone who lived next door to one of you, and they're like, "Oh, this fucking dude works too hard, and he thinks he's just like it's a judgmental." But it's more so like a family member being like, "Ah, you're different now." And you're well, like, that's part of the problem right. too." When oh, your, that hurts your, even more
2: when your family members know you. Yeah, they look at you differently because they, they actually know you. Yeah. outsiders look at you and like they'll be an R or whatever, and they'll like, oh. "No, not Great not my daughter," scenario. It's like, "Hey, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let me ask you this: Do you guys feel like it? Affects so they don't look at
2: us as, as authorities that we are, right? Right. They do and they don't.
0: But, yeah, they're um, not. A, they're not asking relevant questions. They're trying to diminish. They're They're trying to lower you down so their ego feels okay. They're not trying to ask advice. Uh, other or, people, right. sure. And and someone, they assume that like it's so easy. That's the other thing that is funny. Yeah. They assume we got like, lucky. Can't, yeah. yeah. Do you There's feel no like?
1: You know we talked a lot about relationships how you guys have like big mike said he has questions he asks and personality tests which yeah. i think is very smart um do you f- by
0: the way mike single if anybody wants to fill out uh what is the test <laughs> i'm oh, a single Briar's any, just go on to briars make meyers Myers- Myers- briggs just go to 16personalities.com your- take a free test send Myers- the pdf Myers- to his instagram and then somebody <laughs> no, no. To his office will get back to
1: send you send it to me i'll, I'll proofread it Um,
2: And that's just part of the equation, the personality. Since you guys
1: take relationships so seriously and you guys have personality tests and questions and stuff, which is, I think, genius. There's no judgment on the side of the table. Do you guys do the same thing with friendships? You know, it's hard to trust someone, especially if you guys have both been burned with people you consider family friends, basically. When you guys meet someone new, whether they work for you or you meet them at a fucking millionaire convention whatever sure. you guys do um do you feel like you your senses are heightened like does this person really like me are they trustworthy are they just using me because they need something from me like how does that affect you guys day to day
2: no like i have, I have friends I and, feel that. and
0: and like they're trustworthy they're loyal it's like unbelievably you can tell in business by the you don't really need a personality test for that because no. business um, entrepreneurs are always a little different. Yeah, but you can tell by their results in business whether they're, you know, good. And you you want to have some sort of guideline for who you're letting in, right? Yeah, I mean, sure. there's that saying: you're the average of the five closest people. Yeah. And it's kind of true. No, yeah, I, I
2: have friends, and I offer them an, an advice, and I just either they do it or they don't, and that's it.
1: I feel like there's some like simple things. I feel like there's a lot of girls in this room that can contest what I'm about to say, but I feel like um, in a simplistic kind of form, if I feel like if I meet a girl and I'm like, oh my God, she's so cute. We're gonna be best friends. This is great. We hit it off. I, there's like things that I kind of judge. If I'm like, oh, like, you know, they're like, oh, Cindy has been my best friend for so long. I'm like, how long have you guys been friends for? Oh, like 10 years. I'm like, all right, cool. Like that's a solid friendship. Like this person, actually has friendships they maintain. But if someone girl, I meet some girl, I'm like, oh my God, they're great. You know, and they're like, I don't really get along with a lot of girls. It's crazy. Like, this is the first time. Like, I don't have a lot of girlfriends. I'm like, that's not a good sign because that means that you're kind of shitty. So I feel like it could be the same thing with business if they're like, I've been with this guy. I've known Big Mike. If I'm, I'm obviously Chris. Hey, I've known Big Mike for 10 years. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I know that you can maintain a friendship, which also makes me trust you in business. But I feel like if you were like, oh, you know, we just met and like we're feeling this out or whatever, I don't really get along with a lot of dudes. I'd be like, ah. I feel like that could also be a factor. Or if they have too many hands and too many pots and all their businesses are kind of all mediocre, that would be a tall tale sign for their friendship with you as well, right?
2: I,
0: the mediocre I, part, you you know, did know, did a we, I'd different. want to give
2: advice right away and tell you <laughs> the, the losers and focus on the thing that you
0: like doing the best. Right. I mean, I, th- I think there's two keys to being a good friend at this age is the first one is understanding like so there's been times where mike is um where i have canceled something at the last minute Mm -hmm. and i think understanding that that's a reality or whatever and i mean there was a time where um Mike was like, "I'm not going, but take my jet. I paid for it already. Remember that? Oh, yeah. right. But he was he was um, canceling something at the last minute, right. and then the other part is being genuinely happy for their success and not looking through it through right. your um, through your glasses. life. You know, yeah. uh, I tr- I try to um, to keep that in mind. Like each one of us is different and we have different goals, and so trying to be a real friend that way." and not not having an agenda right i guess because point. i think the thing that turns me off more with friends is an agenda right you yep. can smell it right can you loan me money can you do this and you're like hey we just it's like dating like when i was single and i would date a girl that was like 30 or older mm-hmm. and you're on the first date and they're like so you want kids right uh. and i'm like wait we haven't had sex yet and you've asked me three <laughs> times if i want kids and they're like you want to come meet my parents and you're like Stop listening to everybody tell you that there's something wrong with you, that you're not married by 30, and let's just get to know each other, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing with friendships. Some people come in with strong agendas. I see this happen to Mike a lot, because people want, they want to hook up to your wagon, and you you get a lot of that. Right, so the more successful you get,
2: you're gonna get more people coming at you, become a bigger target all the way around. It doesn't get easier, it actually gets more difficult in a lot of ways. There's yeah. some good shit that goes along with it too, don't get me wrong, but right. there's some other baggage as well.
1: So what kind of advice would you guys give to someone who is overwhelmed, starting their own business, starting to kind of get their feet off the ground, but they're juggling a relationship, they're juggling friendships, they're juggling family. Like, Look you know. at
2: everything in your life if you're, if you're present enough to do that and, and say, okay, first make a picture of where you want to go kind of figure out okay how am i going to get there maybe reverse the steps backwards try that so that works for a lot of people and um just uh yeah.
1: don't be so hard on yourself i feel like that'd be my advice to someone like rome was not like my dad always says rome wasn't built in a day but it was built like just take it well easy. And, and
2: don't give up either yeah. so then once you get a clear picture then figure out What's gonna help you get there? Which friends are gonna help you get there? Which family members are gonna help get you get there? If they're not, you're gonna to have to make some tough decisions. Yeah. And that's usually the defining moment in the person's first step to where they want to go and become successful. Right. You gotta get new friends, you gotta change friends along the way that are in alignment with where and what you wanna do. From everything, from your relationships, to your friends, business associates, everything in your life has got to be positive and move you forward because there's so much negativity out there yeah and you just got to shut that shit out listen to your voice go for your goal and you literally are able to create your own world the way that you want it and you can rebuild your entire life i have Mm
0: -hmm.
2: in a lot of ways and and you can do that you get to do that, you get to make a choice. Life is about choices and decisions. It's your choice whether you want that or not. How bad do you want it? That's the question you have to ask yourself. How bad? Because the one who wants it the most is a guy who's probably or girl is going to succeed mm. and they're going to win. Every Olympic champion has that.
1: And they're behind you, waiting for you to take that determination step. and discipline. They're Those just, are the
2: two things, the two hallmarks. Yeah. And you got to apply that to your life. I like that. How determined are you, and how disciplined are you going to be? In getting there, and you can't let shit get in your way. Yeah. That's people too. You're gonna have to let them go. I've had to let girlfriends go because they just don't get it. It happens.
0: Amen. How about you, Chris? Say that's really good, Michael. Two things one is join a mastermind. And when you join a mastermind Become don't
1: friends with a guy like big mike <laughs> yeah
0: don't have an agenda give before yeah. you get yeah and listen like yeah. i think people ask questions sometimes with an agenda like really be a friend and really listen and learn like yeah. don't assume that anybody is lucky because right. that's a huge mistake even if somebody was lucky they're not where they are because they were lucky they parlayed it they figured out something and then the second one is in personal relationships own your part of it. If you have a girlfriend or a spouse or a boyfriend and the relationship isn't working, stop blaming them and figure out what you did in that relationship to create that outcome. Are you not right. you know, are you not involving them? Are you not being honest? Are you not being authentic? Mm-hmm. You're holding them at bay. Like get in close and own your stuff because yeah. you're 50% of that relationship, but you you might be blaming them, but you're causing most of the time I, I see with guys is they're complaining about their wife. And when I get involved and I'm coaching them, most of the time, it's not the wife, it's them. Mm-hmm. They're not explaining, she doesn't know what their goals are. She hasn't agreed to the goals. Yes. Like if you have all these big lofty business goals and your spouse hasn't agreed to them, like you you gotta come to that conclusion together. Right. And so sometimes you gotta like go back a couple steps and say, hey, like, honey, I, these are the goals and this is what I feel what do you think and this is what it would take to get there and you know people are rational and they're rooting for each other but you gotta own the fact that the tension or the imbalance in the relationship you're causing especially if you're gonna be the the leader of you know of the business of anything own the outcome yeah cause most it's easy to blame the other person but in my experience digging into that and helping um, entrepreneurs they're the one that is that are messing that up. I think right. So figure I figure some shit out, yeah.
1: I think that's some powerful stuff, you guys. Thank you so yeah. much for being so open and honest. And uh, let and me
0: bitches pick your, aren't loyal.
1: These hoes ain't loyal. You can't trust these hoes. As, as the old Kanye would you have say. Yeah, they
0: ask better questions.
1: <laughs> exactly. And
0: there's still no guarantees.
1: All right, guys. That's Big business. Mike
0: single. Fill it out. <laughs> Send the PDF to Instagram.
1: Myers Briggs, <laughs> right? Yes. 16, send it to me, JD Sixteen Fox.
0: personalities. Com. Looking, Everybody should go and look. What are you looking for in the Myers Briggs, Mike? When they well, just because if no, they're we not can't spoiler alert. Well, we don't want them to send in a bunch of ones that don't fit. What are you looking for in the Myers Briggs? Well,
2: my no, okay. So I'm an introvert. I'm an INTJ. So first letter I is you're either an introvert or an extrovert. So I want to see an E. It, you want I mean, the opposite? Oh yeah, I want the, okay. I want the polar opposite of me. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: yes. Anything else?
1: Blondes. He loves blondes. Daddy loves blondes. I don't, I don't blonde. think he
0: cares that much about blondes. <laughs> blondes, brunettes. He actually, like, he cares more about the person. I think he figures he can I dye do. their hair. That's true. <laughs> not only, yeah. yeah. Put and, a little wig you're on. You're always saying, like, you and, control and, the outcome. He'll dye their hair. Oh, listen. He's not I've worried like, about that. Baby, I got, their got hair. you a hair hair give them tips, You know, whatever it takes. Oh, yeah, they right. dyed
1: your hair blonde. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. It looks amazing.
0: <laughs> he'll shave the bush. He'll dye the hair. <laughs> he'll do all that for you. Don't worry about yeah. that. Just be an eye.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ha, be able to carry a shovel. A
2: knee. Yeah, a knee. Just
1: ride or die. you got to have strong biceps. Super loyal. Super loyal. Um, I kind of want to talk more about um, the friendship aspect. And, you know, there have been some ride or die friends, not just relationships, mm-hmm. but actual friendships, bromances. How do you guys reward or acknowledge that they've been so loyal, and that they're still with you guys. Like, how do you let them know that you appreciate them?
2: Well, when I was on the run, I didn't talk to anybody. I had a way of communicating just with my mom and my brother, and then it was this code thing I worked out. But, anyways, it worked. And I used payphones, but I broke all those relationships off. And then when I resurfaced, they're like, "Hey." <laughs> like where you been? Now we know the story. Tell me what happened. Yeah. I filled them all in, in, the, in the things, and there's just a, just two. One passed away, and well, there's three. One passed away, and then two Sorry. are still alive. Yeah, happens. Well,
1: That's, how do you reward yeah. that? How do you let them know that you appreciate it? Like, do you? I'm always there
2: for them. I mean, they can call me anytime. I return their phone calls. Yeah. You know, a lot of you people don't them... get returned phone calls from me because they just don't have time. How do you feel? They about They get my time. You know, I, I with, with my time. How do you feel it's about- It's
0: most always, valuable asset that I have. Loyalty, Mike. Cause I always feel about loyalty is I never really want to put anybody in a situation that I have to test their loyalty. Mm. <laughs> Seriously.
1: We both, mm. Mm. It's a good one.
0: No, but like he's saying he cut it off and he wouldn't talk to him for a while, but no, it's I couldn't because like, I had, look,
2: the DEA and the, and the US Marshals, they're smart they watched their phones they went they interviewed them they talked to them they were trying they were actively trying to find me it wasn't like oh he was just some weed. no they were like ch- ch- like literally chasing me down they almost caught me i was like 12 hours from getting caught
0: one time so what uh, do you feel that way about loyalty like i always feel like i never want to put anybody in a situation where they're going to disappoint me that way right well the, it's just on me like if i'm doing something i don't i don't expect loyalty to go that far i just i just figure people just It's it's I'm setting myself up for heartbreak or historically that's how it's been how do you feel about that? It depends what you're involved with with your friends
2: on the onset so that has a lot to do with the frame you could call it how that relationship starts.
1: Yeah but no I'm saying like
2: because I have friends that you know we grew weed together still friends. I can remember. Like the guy worked for me, walking through the first field. He just walked in and he goes, Holy shit, you grew this? I go, Yeah. I go, We gotta harvest it now. And we did and he was hooked and so eventually became my partner after a few years. He taught him to trade and I guess that's one way of rewarding loyalty. Yeah. And, was, and true to that he was extremely loyal.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean by more like rewarding, like you help you help them financially by giving them a position or, you know, letting them know you give them the same loyalty back, like Big Mike said, your sure. time. Yeah. What would you say that you do to reward loyalty with friendships?
0: I, th- I think that most of the time what people want and what works is to genuinely get to know them and genuinely care about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it isn't, it isn't always monetary. It's just genuinely caring about the them. Like I feel like I wouldn't have somebody work for me too long that I wouldn't consider a friend. If, if I feel like you, you and I, like we just have no chemistry and we're always in conflict, it doesn't mean you're a bad person, but you are I, I only want people working for me that I, that I would actually care about. And so I never have been able to do the thing where people say, oh, it's business is separate from friendship. Whenever, whenever somebody has said to me, oh, it's just business, Mm -hmm. I'm about ready to get screwed
1: right like it's their
0: it's their way of justifying not being honest and now there's something coming around that i you know that i didn't see from the back or something and so to me i don't know i think that in a negotiation it should be good for both sides Mm -hmm. i think that the people that work for you you should genuinely care about them and take interest in them and it's not just money you know everybody has different personal motivations but you should get to know them and and care about them succeeding in their goals too and even if it doesn't match up with yours and they need to move on you know mm. um support them in that and help them like many times like I've paid somebody for a while while they're figuring out their other thing just cuz you know it just wasn't a fit but it isn't like i mean i think the best scenario in business is if somebody quits and they just say like hey mike or hey chris i just I'm not the right fit for this because you were honest and you told them your expectations and it, it it isn't personal. It's not an attack, you know? Right. So I just, I always feel like when people say, Oh, it's just business. It's such a crazy thing. Like business is my life. Like just business. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I'm killing myself to do this. Like, no, it's serious. Yeah. It's very personal. And it, hopefully it is for the people working for me too. Like, if you have talented people around you, they have pride in what they do, and it's not, it's not disposable. I think that that um, when people say that, they make it very disposable, and they're kind of like making light of the effort that's put in. Back the house, people who back the house, and, I, and that's my business. I back them.
2: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Well, I feel like people can take that for granted too. Like they can work for either one of you, and then be like, "Oh, I do this and I do that," but they forget why they have that position or why they make that paycheck because of the work and hard effort that you guys have initially put in, you know? So if you guys didn't do that, they wouldn't have this position to take for granted or complain about or, or not put in a full effort in because you're the one that supplied that with them. So I think sometimes people take that position for granted as well, friend or not. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's one thing that you can always look at too.
0: I think, I think too, in that, situation with businesses it's important not to allow politics as much as you can like if somebody comes to me and they're like you know like say you came to me jamie and you're like oh hey i just i want to talk to you but i i want you to um know that um mike was saying blah 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 so there's two things going on there in that situation right one is why didn't you stand up to him for me
1: so, exactly.
0: So, what I, what I always do, exactly. and this always shocks people, but I, I learned this early on from, from somebody I worked for is I'll go, you'll be sitting here and you'll be like, hey, I'm going to tell you this thing that Mike said about you or whatever. I go, okay, hold on one second. And I'll call Mike. Oh, Mike, can you come in here? And I go, Mike, Jamie was saying that you said I'm a piece of shit. And then you're, you're like, white, whiter yeah. than you are right now. You're very white. And I'm you're like, <laughs> hey, Chris, why did you turn on me like that? And I'm like, well, why didn't you stand up for me?
1: Well, your first like, question should be, well,
0: let's get this on the table. Like, why are we wasting our right. time with this?
1: Yeah, when your first question to that person would be, oh, well, what'd you say to them in return?
0: Well, so I, I like to, to do me, do that's all way. drama and bullshit. I, want,
2: I, don't yeah. really, I don't even want to go there in that conversation. It just goes down a slippery slope at that point. I, yeah. I, I like, that's the point I was like, no, we're not talking about this anymore, we're done.
0: Yeah, what's the goal? Like, what but are we trying to accomplish like, here today? Yeah. Right. If we put in our best effort, what's right. the, what's our, you know, potential? Right, And so if we all got off of our agendas in the politics and we did, we put our best effort forward, our potential is pretty amazing. Right. Right. And so the whole talking and all that, it just, you have to nip that in a bud. And, but then you as a leader, as an entrepreneur have to also be authentic and tell people what you're thinking and be open to the idea that you're not always right. If you're going to surround yourself with a lot of talent, right. there's a lot of times I have a very strong opinion. And after I talk to my team, I realize I'm, I'm looking in the wrong, you know, the wrong area. So you have to, you have to be humble in that put too. Put your ego away. Yeah,
1: put your ego away. Like when I right kicked places. your ass twice in cards.
0: Out of ten. <laughs> Two <laughs> out of six. But who's casting it? Fine. Fake news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, we'll play while we're doing this and I'll narrate this. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about the um, the? The people that work for you are your friends. Well, I, there's well,
2: I get close to like my upper people in the upper management to run the company and, and, and do things. Um, I get very close to them. I want to know a lot about them. I develop friendships with them.
0: You also send them to any sort of training they want to
2: go to. You invest yes, in. any kind of training they want to go, any kind of sem- uh, seminar. When you're, it's in odd. Upper, I was talking when you're a upper people. management, you're in, a, you're in a different healthcare program. there actually it's it's just unlimited. Whatever you need, you're gonna you're gonna i want to do for you. We just flew to San Francisco yesterday. I, I went down there and, and I had uh, injected. Uh, um, well, they they call it young blood, and that they get it from the it's. Uh, plasma from an 18 to 24 year old person it was healthy they got the plasma they put it in there and I got shot up with umbilical stem cells all, all that and i had my upper management to my upper management. i won't take them all because the plane goes down we're really fucked so i trying to leave one behind That's always and then they can go and uh, on their own and get it and uh so yeah and uh it worked it that did some pretty cool things. Uh, you feel the difference? Yeah, this one. He's like, boxing.
1: my dick grew. I don't even know. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> oh that's a that's, funny.
0: I got a listen, funny there, a guy, story with Mike. <laughs> well,
1: that's another podcast. Oh, okay. It's too
0: good. Um, that's
2: awesome. anyway, so it? so they wanted it, and and so yeah, I felt it. I felt it between rounds uh, today. I had my recovery was was way faster. And Box boxing rounds. Boxing rounds. Yeah, yeah. And wow. and my hands. He goes, holy shit. He, he, my coach goes. He goes. You you are moving at he light speed, Matt. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so my reflexes, hand-eye coordination is faster, and uh, I am uh, have more stamina, which is cool. And bits of my memory are coming back, which is which is good. Really? Like, well, I, I smoke weed at night, and so the short-term memory sometimes I just and you'll see it here in the show. But you're like. What's your name again? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it happens. No, a long-term memory is perfect. It's like it's like crystal clear. It's kind of weird, but you know, so oh. that 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 helped. helped well, you got to give me that. that info. I want to go do yeah, that. Me
1: too. I want plasma. It was
2: weird. The place break. is called
0: Ambrosia. Ambrosia, like the salad. Yeah. Well. Oh. Yeah. yeah a, a bunch of Silicon Valley Ambrosia guys are doing like this mushrooms. now. It was odd that at works. a break, a couple of Mike's employees were saying they wanted to go to MIT he's gonna pay for that? That's wicked. If they wanted to,
2: absolutely. They would have to have a nice contract. So when they come back, they're studying something that's gonna help the, the the company. And then I'm back for so many years. I would absolutely do something like that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Right? Well, before okay, we okay. So wrap Jamie this-
0: beat. I'll do it. Jamie beat me in blackjack. So I had two. Um, I had a queen and a jack, and you had blackjack.
1: I'm sorry. How much did I- What did I? I'm sorry. What was my number? Forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> <41! laughs> yes.
2: Three out of them. What's the name of the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up before I get too cocky. Um, We learned a lot today. Business outlaws, nepotism, romance, bromance, 18 to 24-year-old plasma. Love deep. Love deep. I have never been on Big Mike's jet. I am actually depressed about this. I actually never have. I just thought about that. We're going to make this happen. One day. One day. There you go. I'll fly it. I'll host on it. Oh, my God. Host from the You sky. don't have
0: to wait in line. <laughs> you just pull right up to the thing. You don't have to take cool. your shoes off.
1: Can I bring Monroe? Is that a thing? My yes, you chihuahua. could
2: actually bring Monroe. That's happening. Yeah. yeah.
1: That little cutie. All right. I would actually um,
2: like to meet Monroe. I see him on the Instagram all the time, and that's the coolest looking dog.
1: Anybody doesn't know, this is what he looks like. He's but he's a, a
2: Chihuahua, so he's going to be so loyal to Jamie.
1: He's a blue Merle yeah. Chihuahua. He's a really rare breed. He was like three grand. But I've had him for... Yeah. 11 years, I got him when he was two months old, and he's 11, and he's like, they, they I feel like 16 I, to 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I gave birth to this motherfucker. I mean, he yeah. is just, it's and he's time. nine pounds, he's precious.
2: Yep. And
1: he's like a cat, cause he's like older now, so he's just like, who's gonna pet me and feed me and let me sleep? Like he does not, <laughs> he doesn't wanna, like you throw a ball, he'll look at you and be like, bitch, yep. really, that's not my style? Yep. Um, no, he's precious, we'll do a whole thing, Monroe. Marijuana right. Monroe.
2: <gasps> Marijuana Monroe, there's, a,
0: there's <laughs> the next strain.
1: CBD, dog stuff. I oh, yeah. wanted to try that with him.
0: Well, that, that's we're, happening. We're in a mastermind with somebody who does that, right? Yep, absolutely.
1: I have I have a for guinea pig, and, and we're
0: working together on pets. The guy's a vet.
1: I have a mm-hmm. guinea pig for you, Monroe's eleven. He's got. I mean, I'm sure he could use some whatever. He could. Actually, yeah, I'm CBD. excited.
0: The last thing the I need is has my, got to get right, though. That's, last yeah. thing, thing I need ah. is my fat bulldogs having the munchies. Oh my god. CBD. <laughs> I don't think they, they won't get the munchies on CBD. Yeah, that's THC. That's THC. Oh. So, yeah.
1: All right, we're steering off. Business outlaws, we learned a lot of good things. Key points, guys. Give them to me real quick. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: He just had the, like, okay, so just here's got the, deal. the blood of a look, vampire. Look, look, look I just, yeah, He's going
1: to sparkle in the sun.
2: As you get successful, be open, and you're going to have to change, and that includes getting new friends. And the cool thing is you get to create the life that you want by surrounding yourself with those ideas that you have. Yeah. One, one and side. people
1: who want the same thing for you,
2: and Amen. and everybody around there should support you in the goal and the direction that you're going.
1: Yeah, and find a girl that can carry and, a shovel.
2: And and that's right. And if you hire your friends, sometimes I hire and I'll I'll loan money to them with no expect zero expectation of getting it back. Oh, yeah. I won't even that's, talk to him about
0: it. That's important too. Yeah. That's a pit move right there. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. Business outlaws. Jamie Fox, Chris Collins, Big Mike. Hey, we're out this bitch.
0: Yes.